TheItSpot.com. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. At Cayuga Racetrack. Cayuga. That's the sound of a tin Lizzie. Mm-hmm. It's a car, right? Uh, I assume that you meant the horn. Uh, I meant the horn of a car. Huh. Tin Lizzie is a Model T. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I think I knew that. A Model T, yes? Yeah. I know a little song about a Model T. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. Want to hear it? Here it go. I'm a little piece of tin. Nobody knows where I have been. Got four wheels and a running board. I'm a Ford or I'm a Ford. Hong Kong, rattle, 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 crash, beep, beep. Hong Kong, rattle, 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 crash, beep, beep. Hong Kong. Was that a jingle? I don't know. Um, What's Thin Lizzy? Is that a band? That is a band from Ireland, yes. What do they sing? I can't remember. You got nothing? No, I think they've done Whiskey in a Jar, but I'm trying to think of what their real hit would be. This might be really generalizing, but I've never met a Liz who was thin. Have you? Hmm. Good question. So I think there's real irony in that band name. <laughs> um, Most <clears throat> of the Liz's I've met in my lifetime are a little on the less thin side. <laughs> I uh, I was on the uh, streetcar on the way over here and got stopped at uh, Queen and John, which is where much music is. Uh-huh. And there was a crowd of people outside. And they started cheering, and they opened up the window, and uh, it was Will Ferrell. Came out and signed some autographs. And they cheered? Yes. and But there was only about 30 of them. Usually if there's, like, a band, like, some 41 or something, will be, like, 200 people. But there's only a small are you, group. Are you saying the people got off the streetcar you were on? No, 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 no. Sorry, outside... I guess I didn't explain this. No. Outside of much music, when there's guests there, oh. people hang around out front of the building because they've got a sliding window, uh, like a garage door window that well, opens up. Well, the whole up. thing's all windows, right? You can see in yeah, all, but there's, all there's, day long. Yeah, there's one that opens up, though. What the fuck is Will Ferrell doing in much music? Probably promoting his latest shitty movie. Anyway, I was uh, about, I don't know, 12. What is his latest 12 to movie? 20 feet away from him. Hmm? I, I don't know. What is his latest know. shitty movie? <laughs> I can't say that I pay attention. Are your ears plugged? I feel like you're not listening to me. I'm not. We're having two distinctly different <laughs> conversations. Well, you asked me, and I said I don't know, and then you asked me again. Yeah, but I asked you multiple other questions that you haven't answered either. Hmm. What? Jesus. Stop it. I'm tired. I'm tired too, dude. <laughs> I want to go to bed. Mm. 191 Randall is uh, is really loud at the moment. 
Should I go kick the shit out of him? He's not playing games. No, but he was stomping around and talking loud and stuff. <laughs> stomping and talking. Stomping and talking. I wrote my uh, my midterm for my film course on Monday. Your phone course? My film course. <laughs> I think you could use a phone course, to be honest I with you. I think I've mastered the phone. No, actually, I don't think you have. For as much as I need to. Your phone skills are pretty much the same as your email skills and your forum posting skills. And all of the above you could use a course on. Well, I've mastered all of those. One word does not a phone call, email, or forum posting make. Yes, it does. It's called effective English usage. It's called laziness. Very few people I know are as effective with English usage as I am. I'm just going to start responding. But there are, you know, there are people that are, and I have entire dialogues with them that where we only exchange two words, but uh, we know what we're talking about. Well, two words is a lot for you. Mm. I actually thought I would... That's, you know... It would be better for me to, to demonstrate how irritating it is by just, from now on, responding to every email you ever send me with just no. You do that already. No, I don't. <laughs> if anything, I'm too fucking wordy. I don't ever do a one-word email. Unless fuck off is one word. That's two words. Fuck off is two words. You're not really here yet, are you? <laughs> No. <laughs> How about another streetcar story? <laughs> Sorry, I'm out of streetcar stories. That seems to be the only kind of story you have these days. Well, I spend far too much time on streetcars. Preston's and I don't tails even take them on the streetcar. I don't even take them like both ways to work normally or anything. Okay. What else you got? Uh, you have any um, bus stories? <laughs> Go train stories? What other form of transportation? <clears throat> it's been a long time since you've blessed us with a with a kung fu story. Uh, did I tell you any? No. Oh, well, there you go. No, no, I um, mean when you used to come back from your, your classes. Yeah, except we haven't been doing recording after my classes. Plus, I actually haven't gone that much lately, which is really kind of sucked. But How is your film course? I've got I'm, I'm pain in a lot of places. So. From film school? Uh, yes. I could see that being physically My strenuous. film course is, is boring and interesting at the same time. Much like this show. Yes. Which happens to be Air Up My Shorts mm -hmm. with Preston Buttons. And the word whore. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, and uh, let's read a story. That sounds like a really good idea because I'm out of planes, trains, and automobiles mm -hmm. stories. But we did have a bit of a theme going on accidentally there. Mm -hmm. You know? What do we got? We got lots of stuff. Pull something out of the mailbag. Is this new or old or new. is there all of it? All except that one. Oh Christ, I don't want to see that one. Either. Well then don't all right. don't pull it out. Dear Buttons and the Whore, I love your show and want to hear more episodes. So in response to your call for shorts, I present mine. I hope you enjoy it. 
or at least enjoy hating it. And that was sent by Void, or this has been sent by Void. Void. Void is a lot to talk about for an empty space. Uh, this is called Malville by Void Munashu. Munashi. Try that again. Void Munashi. 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 Not Munashi. Although it could be Munashi. Munashi? Munashi or Munashi. Or it could be Munach. No, no. I want you to say it with violence. No, I think it would be the same anyway. Never mind. All right. <laughs> What's the story called? I was trying to think of... Uh, never mind. It's called Mallville, and it goes something like this. Someone had the bright idea to cross the old-fashioned small town with the modern shopping mall. Just imagine it. A mall you would never need to leave. Not only shops, but schools, offices, housing, a park. Everything that makes a small town inside one large building. I wonder if that person also realized that Mallville could be a fortress, and that it would be. Aren't there already places like that? Yes, it's called Mississauga. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Covering over 20 acres, Mallville is a six-story tall pentagon with large... i got to fucking adjust this gate. It's driving me crazy. It's driving me a little berserk also. As well. I don't understand. Covering over 20 acres, Mallville is a six-story tall pentagon with a large park at the center, all powered by geothermal energy. It really was a weird sort of paradise. You really could live your life without ever leaving the mall. When I was a teenager, my parents joked that I was already doing that. When they started leasing apartments in Mallville, I was one of the first to sign up. Maybe it's just because I'm a child in the 90s who spent most of my teenage years in malls. But I was lucky. And why were you lucky to spend most of your teenage years in malls? I don't know. You could have spent it, like my teenage years, walking around the streets aimlessly. I thought you spent most of yours in coffee shops. Yeah, not really. Well... I thought you had a nasty tea habit. Well, yes. Yeah, no, that, that, that is true. Uh, quite quite often. And you weren't... You that weren't, wasn't like every night or anything. You weren't a boozer. No. You were a teetotaler. I was. Mm-hmm. A coffee shop rat. But that only happened, say, two days a week. The rest of the time would be spent just walking around the streets doing nothing. Hmm. Philosophizing yes. and arguing with my friends. Mm -hmm. Which is why, actually, when a lot of people bring up topics now, I really don't want to talk about them because I had five years of it already. What kind of topics? You know, stuff like metaphysics and religion. You spent your teenage years walking around talking about metaphysics and religion. Yes, which is why as soon as I left my teens, I became a booze hound and joined a rock band. I became a teenager uh, when I was 21. We didn't have the option of malls, as you well know. That's true. You did have cow tipping. We did have cow and cornfields, and we did walk around but and we, tailgates. But we did not talk about. Well, we didn't call them tailgates then. Mm. 
That's back in the old days. I don't know who came up with that shit. You see, Mulville was also built to be secure. I'm sure the designers had something like a riot in mind when they built in all of the security gates that could be lowered to secure all external entrances. But a riot is not what they got. It started about two months ago now, locally. It started with the news report about a riot at the hospital. People were attacking other people, but there were no real details. I think Wait, the hospital's inside the mall? Everything's inside Presumably, the mall. Presumably, yeah. Okay. Or unless in this case, it's not. I think if it had been on a smaller scale, there would have been a cover-up. But it wasn't small. It was nationwide. And does this have anything to do with Dawn of the Dead, I wonder? I don't know. But what do you mean in this case it's not? Huh? I asked you if the hospital was inside the mall. I I And you said, I suppose so, but then in this case it's not. I said, maybe not. That didn't make sense. In this case, maybe not. No, I think everything's inside the mall. Yes, but if the mall was a fortress, then maybe... I don't know, I guess we'll see. It's Mallville, but it has nothing to do with... (laughs) It has nothing... (laughs) It has nothing to do with some stupid TV show about some prepubescent Superman bullshit. Maybe he left off the S. <laughs> Maybe the, the S fell off his uniform, his costume. So he's just running around S-less. Hmm. S-less Superman, Mallville by S- Void Munashi. S-less chaps. S-less chaps would be cool. That drives me nuts when angry phone guy says assless chaps. All chaps are assless. (laughs) But he always puts the assless in front of chaps. And he talks about assless chaps often. Well, I'm sure that he probably thinks about assless chaps often. Yes, but why does he say assless? You don't need... It's redundant. They wouldn't be chaps. If they had an ass, they'd be pants. (laughs) I know. Uh, Maybe he's... I think he means... Wearing chaps with no pants underneath. That could be. Which is wordy. So assless chaps. Oh, there you go. He's seeing bare he, buttocks. Right. In chaps. So he's he's being um, efficient, efficient. <laughs> with his words. So he needs to go to phone school also. I'm sure you know what I'm getting at here. The dead were rising and attacking the living. It was happening in morgues and mortuaries everywhere. I thought you were going to say (laughs) morgues. No, but is that how you spell morgues? It It looks wrong. It's not. Are you sure? Yes. It wasn't happening in graveyards, though, funny enough. So are the morgues and mortuaries and the graveyards all inside the mall also? I don't know. I think everything is, dude. I think that's the point. I mean, that's where it always starts in the movies, right? Mm. Scientists... No, it doesn't. No, No, that was part of the story. That wasn't me asking you a question. Scientists were theorizing that it was because the embalmed couldn't rise... Hmm. Wait a second. The embalmed couldn't rise. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm glad to see that you're you're uh, analyzing this. I'm stressed out. It's always bugged me that people crawling out of graveyards. I mean, how are they? I mean, isn't everybody embalmed before they're buried? Yes. So, did they leave the brains in? I think what so. What do they take out when They're they embalm? Not Egyptians. You? They just replace blood with embalming fluid, right? Nothing else. Yeah. Like all your other crap is still in there, unless they removed stuff I'm, for science. I'm not sure. I'd like to know more about this. I don't know. Anyway, I think his point is that it was happening in the morgues and mortuaries. Uh, but not to, in the graveyards. But not in the graveyards. So in the morgues and mortuaries, it would be before uh, they were embalmed. Right. That's what I'm talking about. When they realized that bodies that had been thoroughly autopsied were not rising either, it was decided that any body that was too badly damaged could not rise. So basically, no one that had had their innards cut apart. As if this weren't bad enough, it seems that the cause of the dead rising is some sort of virus that is spread by bodily fluids as people were a bit would eventually become undead themselves. Would that be the Solanum virus? As of now, there is no cure reported, but news is a lot sketchier now. Many stations are off the air and we can no longer get on the internet. Even cell phones stop working. There's just no signal. What? I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm just. You have something to comment on? Or? Yes. Well, the 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 stations and the internet and the cell phones. What is that tied to? What's causing that? It. Well, they need maintenance. Uh huh. And people are getting killed and. Um. I have a headache. <laughs> This story's too much work. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how I s see that, but... Uh, it's got science in it and stuff. Read. It's not quite like the movies, though. The undead have not conquered the world in the last two months. But they sure have changed how people live. It's all about security, and security is something Malville has in spades. We're not immune from what's happening, though. It's not like I can head over to the shopping floor and go shopping. The stores have turned into shelters. Survivals have piled in, which has put a real strain on supplies. Survivors. What did I say? If survivals. Are you sure? Yes. If Sur you care. I do care. Survivor. Survive. <laughs> Fuck it. So far, no one has tried to enter by violence, but that's because we've not been turning people away yet. We will have to soon, though. We're getting full. We're already having to send out raiding parties to find supplies in the area. If we did not have that sportsman's store in the shopping area, we would be in trouble. They have enough guns and ammo to hold off the ATF, and rumor has it that there are bigger weapons stored here secretly in case things get worse. But that's really just a rumor. My life has changed a lot since Mallville was converted into a fortress. I mean, there's really not much call for video game retail clerks anymore. 
I have been training with a rifle to help in guarding the roof. Shooting the undead from the rooftop seems to be a much safer proposition than anything at ground level. That is very true. Yes. <laughs> This story is really stressing me out. I don't know why. It's just a story. No, it's not. It's not just a story. It's intense. What's that noise? It's 191 Randall coming to、sound? eat our brain. Do you hear that sound? Of people scratching <laughs> underground. Great tune, Susan. She worked with me in the game store and was my sometimes girlfriend. Decided to join the raiding parties. I tried to convince her to become a sniper like me. It's surprisingly easy. Who knows? Maybe Jack Thompson had a point about video games after all. Who's But, Jack Thompson? I don't know. Who's、But、Susan? It's sometimes girlfriend. But she wanted to take a less defensive role. She wanted the adventure. I guess I should not be surprised by that. How is sniper a defensive role? That seems pretty offensive to me. Well, he sits up there and picks people off, as opposed to actually going out on it's active. It's kind of chicken shit. Raiding parties. I never understand why snipers get all the fucking glory. It's kind of a chicken shit thing to do. <laughs> Don't you think? Well, snipers are usually put down by themselves across enemy lines. What do you mean put down by themselves? They've got low self-esteem. Yes, that's why they're always alone. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ! What did you mean by put down by themselves? Because <laughs> I know that's not what you meant. They're often deposited、uh, over enemy lines and high-risk zones without backup. Oh, alone is what you meant. Yes. By themselves, alone or in a pair or something like that. A pair of snipers. <laughs> a pair with a gaggle of snipers. <laughs> a murder of snipers. A murder would be more appropriate, I think. But I do think it's kind of a chicken shit role,、mm. despite where they're put down or where they're cheered up. I'm writing this down because I need to get it out. And besides Susan, I really don't have any friends here I am comfortable talking to like this. You see, Susan's party, which consisted of her and about ten others in three SUVs, left two mornings ago. That would be the murder, the murder of Susans in SUVs. <laughs> yes. Yes. They were supposed to be back before nightfall. They have not radioed in. I hope she's okay. I miss her. Dun dun dun. Are we missing a page? No. That's the I end. I think so. Well, I hope so. It's long enough. So even if we are missing a page, that's the story.、It、doesn't feel very conclusive. Well, what? It's ready for a sequel. Mallville two. Or Dawn of Mallville. Mallville in the morning. Night of the Living Mallville. Mall is a really weird word. It is. Mall. Who, mall. Who, mall. Who named a mall a mall? Someone who was attacked by a bear. No, but where did that come from? I don't know. Shopping mall. 
I'm sure it has its roots in in a French word. But I would like, like to know. Mal. I would like to know the origin of the word mal, because it's an ugly, ugly word. Well, I'm sure that uh, you could find it on the internet, or perhaps even in a dictionary. I don't think so. Yes, you're right. They don't put words in dictionaries. <laughs> no, not anymore. They used to back in the day. They used to, back when people knew good English usage. Good English. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, are we making a phone call? Yo, who do you want to call? <laughs> I don't care. I must, must refill my glass. This story really fucked with my head. <laughs> you sure you have nothing more to say about it? Because... <laughs> like what? I don't know. I was hoping at some point it would turn into a musical and lighten things up a little bit. Well, I'm sure there was music playing in the mall, at least for a little while. Oh, it's a musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like you to sing a, one of the songs from Mallville the Musical while I'm getting more wine. Don't you have your keyboard, your synthesizer here? I can strap those cymbals back on your knees. <laughs> Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. 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 Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. 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 Nothing. Shaking the whole the club going on. <laughs> Might have been. Doom, doom, turns into a rave when you're not looking. Oh. Christ. My ears keep popping. I don't know what's going on. Because there's not enough in between them to uh, keep the air out. Jesus. No, the air's in between them. Disco Lou, you're on the air with pressing buttons and the word whore. Disco Lou is on the air with the whore? Lucky me. You are lucky. <laughs> How are you guys been? It's been a long time. It's it, been too long. It absolutely has been too long. What have you been up to? Oh, I've had lots of different adventures. Lots what? of different adventures last a while. A lot of travel, bouncing around here to there. I heard you went on a little ski trip. I went on more than one. Really? A few, yeah. Oh, you jet set in... Do you snowboard? I'm more of a skier. But I uh, I decided in one day to have the most incredibly exhausting day by uh, driving up as far as I could into the mountains, about an hour north of Whistler. Then when we couldn't go any further on the roads, we hopped on a snowmobile and went another 15 kilometers up the mountain Ooh. to a little log cabin tucked in the middle of nowhere. Spent the night there, got up the next morning, went another 10 kilometers higher up the mountain, and it was so steep that one guy had to drive a sled, the other guy had to ski behind it like water skiing. 
Awesome. Then when we got to where we were finally going to ski, we put skins on our skis and released bindings and went four hours up the mountain in switchback fashion until we got to the peak and skied all the way down in beautiful untouched powder, got back on the sled, back to the log cabin, picked up our stuff, sledded back to the car, drove three and a half hours down to Vancouver, hopped on the red eye, flew home that night, landed at seven in the morning, showered, was in the office at 8.30. Are you making this shit up? I am not. <laughs> and, and how many times over the course of, of what you just described did you say, I'm too old for this shit? <laughs> I was going to ask if you uh, had a, a, a Union Jack parachute that you'd use to get over cliffs. Or a sniper <laughs> rifle. Uh, well, we were up this mountain, we watched three avalanches pop off on the other side of the valley. Well, that, it's lucky that you weren't involved in those. Cause I, I, we, were, we were pretty cautious. We know, we know the conditions, and that was the sunny side, so it was getting heavy. Anyway, it was a cool experience. That, that's pretty amazing. So you went to the top of a mountain and skied down it. You bet. Did you hear a lot of James Bond theme music in your head while you were doing it? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I had another fun experience just last week, in fact, with uh, Flat Stanley. Do you know Flat Stanley? Who's Flat Stanley? You don't know Flat Stanley? Is he made out of paper? He's made out of paper, and he fits in an envelope. It's a phenomenon that happens in the U.S. Okay, well, I, I once heard a story called Flat Diane. It was actually, um, I think it was an escape pod episode, and it was it was a, a person made out of paper. Well, it's a teaching tool they use in the U.S., and it encourages kids to mail a little cutout of this guy named Stanley, who apparently was flattened somewhere along the way, and, and they mail them to their friends all over the world, and people take pictures of flat Stanley, and uh, mail it back, and then the kids assemble all the photos they have and create a story out of it. It encourages their writing and so forth. So yes. anyway... My assistant had Flat Stanley mailed to her from her little niece in uh, Philadelphia. And um, she was out taking pictures, holding Flat Stanley up with the CN Tower in the background and uh, all kinds of things like streetcars, this, that, and the other. And that night I was off to the Leaf game. And I said as I was leaving with a buddy, hey, you want, uh, want a shot of Flat Stanley at a Leaf game? And she said, oh, that'd be fantastic. So she went to the internet clipped a, a, a copy of a Leaf jersey, pasted it onto Flat Stanley so he'd be a Leaf fan, and <laughs> off we went with Flat Stanley in our pocket. Well, I got to tell you, Flat Stanley is the best wingman I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do was walk up to a table full of ladies and say, do you know Flat Stanley? Why, no, we don't, they'd say. But let me tell you, my little niece in Philadelphia, aww, would give the immediate response. <laughs> of course. Really would appreciate a picture of you. Of course, after the picture. Now, if you want me to email you a copy, you can give me your contact information. <laughs> oh, you dog. That's better than buying a puppy. Oh, we yeah. went up to tables full of women that were with guys, big, brooding, handsome guys. And we'd say, ladies, can you come over here? And these guys would look at us with complete perplexed opinions. What do they have that we don't have? Well, Flat Stanley. Stanley, yes. <laughs> it was that obvious. So by the end of the night, Flat Stanley had done quite a tour. We came back to my assistant and gave her a picture of Flat Stanley in the Air Canada Center with the Leafs in the background and 25 more pictures of various women. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> so how do you think your niece feels about you using uh, Flat Stanley for nefarious purposes? It wasn't my niece. It was my assistant's niece. So no. I don't know. Just <laughs> to say, she didn't send the pictures. Why are all these whores with Stanley? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, and as the night deteriorated and more alcohol was consumed, Flat Stanley... Flat Stanley had photos in places he'd never been before. <laughs> Stanley at one point became a bit of a gynecologist with one lady. So Excellent. I'll leave that to your imagination so, but, <laughs> to figure out where Flat Stanley ended up. I was worried when you started telling the story that you had either lost or damaged or otherwise destroyed Flat Stanley. Oh, no, no. He came back fully intact, and somehow the smile on his face was wider. I believe that. <laughs> I take it you took Flat Stanley to For Your Eyes Only. Oh, well, he went everywhere. He went everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the guy I was with, he said, I'm making a copy of this guy, and I'm taking him with me everywhere we go. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> that was fun. I had a similar experience in the summer. My, uh, my niece is in whatever they call the kindergarten before kindergarten before kindergarten. It's really complicated. They keep adding pre-kindergartens. You have kids. You must know something about this. Pre-nursery junior kindergarten? It's like called Kinderoo or something ridiculous. But uh, she got to take home the school mascot, which was some sort of stuffed animal moose-like thing, and take care of it for the weekend, and it was a really big deal. And, of course, it fell on the weekend of my hometown's homecoming. And very much like you did with Flat Stanley, we took some rather inappropriate pictures with this stupid Marty the Moose or whatever his name was. So tell me then, Wordor, what kind of inappropriate photos would you have taken had I approached you with my little Flat Stanley? <laughs> Don't ever come at me with your little Flat Stanley. <laughs> He gets larger. <laughs> well, he fucking better, because I'd be really offended if you came at me with your little flat Stanley. <laughs> I'm sure you'd appreciate using uh, using flat Stanley yourself, Buttons, as a wingman. Yeah, I'll have to uh, look into that. Conversation starter. <laughs> He's just going to make his own flat Stanley and, and have all of these, you know, yeah. sa sad little pictures of his miscellaneous... It's going to be this horrible thing that I that I've that I've made myself with my terrible drawing skills. It'd be hideous. I'll be going up to, to tables of women saying, you know, oh, my niece said this to me, and uh, and they'll be mortified. Even the usher, the female usher at the uh, at the Air Canada Center, who was watching our escapades at the game itself, came by at the end and said, "What's with the little paper man?" <laughs> she was intrigued. She wanted a photo. What does Flat Stanley look like exactly? I think he takes many shapes and forms. But you can Google him and you'll find out all about it. There's a, there's a flatstanley.com website. You can find out all about him. We can have a whole segment on him for the show. I will have to remember. I, d I think I'm wrong. I don't think it was Escape Pod. I think it's um, their sister podcast, the horror one, Pseudopod, mm -hmm. that had the flat Diane. I had another. This is a classic Canadian story. This happened two weeks ago. Or three weeks ago, I was in Kimberley, B.C., and I was skiing again for the weekend. Once again, I drove an hour that Monday morning across Kimberley over to Fernie. I went cat skiing, where you take a snow cat up into the mountains, ski down, untouched powder, skied all day hard, drove from Fernie to Calgary, 
three hours, got on a red eye, flew home, landed at 6.30 in the morning, got up, had my hockey equipment in the car, and was on my way to my 7.30 a.m. hockey game after the red eye, just to complete the insanity of my life. And on the way there, I got frustrated with the traffic I was facing, so I took an immediate illegal left. Cop pulled me over. He said, buddy, there were three signs indicating don't go here. I said, yeah, yeah, I got turned around and I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, sorry about that. Takes my license, comes back two minutes later from his car, and he said, did you realize your license is suspended? I said, no, I didn't realize it was suspended. How can that be? He said, well, you didn't pay some ticket a ways back and they suspended your license. I said, I had no idea. I had no notification. He said, well, actually, they just suspended it yesterday, so your notification's probably in the mail. I said, come on, that's not fair. How am I supposed to even know that? Why don't you just go back to your car and I'll drive away and we'll forget this even happened. <laughs> and I can't do that, my friend. I've already registered your, your license in my computer. If I let you go, I get fired. I said, so, so what's the recourse now? He said, I take your license, you lock your car up and walk away. Oh, my God. Got to be kidding me. He said, that's, I'm afraid that's the deal. And he was feeling kind of bad about it. I said, oh, man, I was just on my way to my hockey game. You know, I play with a bunch of guys every week. This is my game. I've been running it for years. Ah, oh, I'm really bummed out. I came from the airport for this, blah, blah. He said, where do you play? Oh, I play at St. Mike's. Oh, and then he starts to tell me how he plays hockey and where he plays hockey. And he goes back to his cruiser. He says, give me a minute. He comes back five minutes later. He says, okay, here's the deal. I got to take your license. I'm really sorry about that, but that's the way it goes, and you don't even realize it was suspended. And you got to lock up your car, and you got to leave it here. But the $180 worth of tickets from blowing through all those signs, I'm going to let them wave. <laughs> hate the fact. I just hate the fact that you're going to miss your hockey game. Grab your equipment, throw it in the cruiser, and let's go to your game. No way. <laughs> I threw my equipment in the back. I sat in the front. He turned on the lights, and we cut through traffic, arrived at my game on time. <laughs> With a police escort. Yeah. <laughs> well, and a little too intimate of a police escort, I guess. <laughs> and you didn't even have to show him your little flat Stanley. That's right. That's right. That would have just got me bonus points. <laughs> wow. that uh, That's quite something. Yeah, so that's been the last two, three weeks of my life. It's all very macho man Canadiana. You think? Uh-huh, a little. you got to hang out with me more often. At what point in time did I ever seem to you to be swayed by the macho man Canadiana approach? I think there's a side of you, I think there's a side of your word horror that just yearns for that macho Canadian hockey playing skiing type guy. <laughs> and I'm that guy. <laughs> yearns. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait till I see the day of, of the word horror uh, coming down the side of a mountain on skis. Hey, what's Still a, standing. What's a ski cat? You know, the, the big machines that groom the hills, big wide track machines that go up and down the hills to flatten them out and smooth them up. It's these like machines, a Zamboni for skiing? They, uh, they outfit them with a big cab in the back that'll seat about 12 people, and they climb up the mountain to the top. You've got guides. You're wearing beepers in case of avalanches so they can find you in the buried snow. And off you go and set your own tracks ski down to the bottom, they come down, they pick you up, they take you up, and you do that all day. We used to drive up the side of a hill on a snowmobile and then go down it on an inner tube. Similar concept? A smaller scale. <laughs> Much smaller scale. Cat skiing is like poor man's helicopter skiing. A lot cheaper to run a snow cat than it is to run a helicopter. I would think so. 
How much does it cost to rent a snowcat? I don't know that, but uh, 12 people each spend about 350 bucks a day, so that gives you an indication of what the cost is. Which isn't too bad if for a day, actually. Compared to $1,000 a day for a chopper, it's not bad. I don't know. It involves math. <laughs> you lost me. Well, thank you for uh, being with us. Yay, my pleasure. And uh, the rapid-fire uh, stories. boring night of catching up on work. <laughs> Well, enjoy that work. It allows you to uh, to, to live the James Bond life. <laughs> Lou, Disco Lou. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hang off, Disco Lou here. Bye. <laughs> Disco Lou, man of adventure. He is a man of adventure. Who knew? Ow. Oh. Oh. Is there a funny bone in your knee? Because if there is, I just hit it. Mm. That's it for another episode, another exciting episode of Air Out My Shorts with the pressing buttons and the word whore. Join us next time when the word whore says... Huh? And we read another story that you have submitted to us. Uh, send us your stories at shortsattheitspot.com. Don't forget to download our drinking game also. Visit our website at www.thehitspot.com or airoutmyshorts.com. Call our audio comment line, 305-76-SHOWS. That's 305-76-SHOWS, as in shows me your... Shows me your little flat Stanley. Good night, everybody. Ciao. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com Era or shorts my shorts we have not yet discussed the little fire on Queen Street mm. I noticed there was some activity in the forums about said fire yeah, I actually took some pictures did you of the hole after the fact yeah it was really quite smelly. Oh, it still smells like there's a campfire. Mm-hmm. And it's, what, a week later almost? Uh, more than a week. More than a week? Yeah, it's quite something. Pretty uh, pretty weird looking at the, the big big empty space there. It's creepy. Of course, now, instead of the historic buildings that were there, uh, they'll probably put up a, an Urban Outfitters. Oh, do you think so? That would suck. Yeah, it would. That. They've got a height restriction. They can only build up to four stories, but they will build four stories. They're already putting in a building there right on the corner where there's a currently a parking lot. Which corner? Uh, the corner with the big parking lot that's right beside where oh, the fire was. Oh, on the other side of the street. No, same side of the street. It's just... Okay, yeah, I know where you mean. On the south side of the street there where the parking lot is, they're putting in a building that's four stories... On the Queen Street side and seven or 12 stories on the Richmond Street side. Oh, my God, that sucks because I cut through that parking lot. It saves me a ton of time. Not anymore. Didn't they have in some Barney Miller where some old woman walked through this vacant lot for 20 years every day when they built a shopping center? There was some kind of grandmother law where... They had to make a tunnel for they, her? <laughs> well, they had to make a deal where... Um, the, uh, you know, be, because of her use of the land for so long, she had some kind of rights 
that it was a thoroughfare for. I love that. Are you sure it was a Barney Miller, though? Cause I think so. I mean, it could have been a night court, but I think it was a Barney Miller. And uh, so they ended up, when it, when they f- found out that she could effectively destroy the, the mall that Is they, there such a thing as a grandmother I, law? <laughs> I know there's a grandfather clause. Yes. <laughs> which is really confusing. Grandmother law. Shouldn't grandfather Claus be Santa's dad? I suppose so. No, Santa's grandfather. Yes. Yes, Grandfather Claus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin.